0: Welcome back to Market on Close. It's time for an overlooked stock. George Tillis has one that you may have missed this week. It's actually bandwidth, George. Thicker symbol BAND. bands. It's up over 11% today, almost 12% today. 27% this week. I definitely missed it. Tell us more about it.
1: Yeah, Caroline, there's been a lot of interesting movement this week with uh, mega caps, small caps. But at the end of the day, we saw a huge movement in these uh, high beta stocks, and bandwidth communication is one of them. In fact, if you look in the last couple of weeks, it's actually more than doubled. It was trading around $9, and now, as you can see, trading over uh, $21 at the close here. But this is a, a communications-as-a-service-based company. It's a unified cloud-based company that uh, basically provides communication services for remote access, call centers and contact centers, instant messaging, and, of course, uh, the Voice, uh, uh, voice uh, messaging as well. Uh, we know that work from home has been a huge element of this uh, pandemic, and it's still probably going to continue as we move forward. But the story behind a lot of these names, including major competitors like Twilio, we've talked about, even Ring Central, has been multiple compression and the uh, the downslot of the uh, the growth stocks, and this is certainly one of them. But one of the interesting things about this one is, is it actually started moving last week after reported earnings where the company denoted better than expectations for uh, earnings per share, they actually beat the estimates quite handily. The the EPS came in around 27 cents a share on an adjusted profit basis. The expectations were only 3 cents a share, and they still grew about 8% year-over-year growth in terms of earnings, and sales grew about 14%, beating the estimates as well, close to $149 And overall, the company's uh, guidance uh, that they provided this, again, was last week, where we saw a huge move on big volume, uh, was ratcheted higher for the full year. Earnings per share estimates were about one-third of what they guided. They expected only to earn 12 cents this year, and they actually guided for 36 cents for the remainder of the year. And so that's three times the estimates. And I think uh, behind the scenes, we're starting to see that revenue retention rates were growing over 100%. Meaning the company has been generating more sales on a per customer basis, and that again helps a company like Bandwidth, which is a growth company, optimize its operating margins, which they showed had expanded uh, from the standpoint of operating cash flow growth over 100% year over year. So it mean, is a story uh, of a company that had uh, a huge multiple compression. It got caught up in the uh, the macro uh, headwinds that we know a lot of these growth companies had suffered from, but it reported a, a pretty good report behind the scenes uh, the week before. The, uh, the big announcement from the CPI report, what we got yesterday, and the big move we saw in major stocks. But overall, it's, uh, it's catching some interest with analysts. Over the last 90 days, the revisions actually have been higher for the nine analysts that cover the stock uh, overall in terms of expectations. Now, Canaccord did cut their, uh, their, uh, their uh, rating on the stock from, thir- from $50 to 34, but they still maintain and outperform rating on on bandwidth based upon the prospects of the company's growth and optimize EBITDA margins on a forward basis.
0: Yeah, but when you take a look at the median price target, it's only $20.50 and it's currently trading above that. So it sounds like maybe a few other analysts need to, to weigh in. But, you know, George, I just wanted to get your take. Obviously, you said this is a growth stock. We've seen, I was just talking about it with Alex, so many of these growth stocks in favor today, whether it be, you know, a lot of the the work from home, the Zooms, as you said, this one, Twilio, uh, do you think that the market is maybe overreacting to that CPI report and getting a little too optimistic? Because at the end of the day, the Fed's still going to raise rates.
1: Absolutely. I think you make a great point. We're still in a tightening situation. I think this is a major relief bounce and maybe a continuation rally that we're seeing. We're probably going to see a little bit of a convergence between the value names, let's call it the Dow Jones, which has been performing well the last few weeks, versus the growth names. I think that's what we're seeing here. But overall, we have to consider the challenges. You know, the CPI report itself might have been down because of lower consumer down uh, consumer demand, which is down. But also the standpoint of profitability. That's what we're really buying and selling here. And with margin compression overall from the standpoint of corporate earnings, that's still a challenge. So yeah, we've had a great week. I mean, we saw some huge moves in companies like Apple to see the movement made yesterday and some of these smaller, uh, you know, let's call them uh, you know, mid cap names like bandwidth, which has a market capitalization of about half a million, sorry, $500 million or half a billion dollars, make some huge moves. But we're not out of the woods yet. I think if you look at this stock Uh, It's interesting because I usually talk about major trend reversals looking at weekly averages, in this case, a 21-week moving average. It did close above that uh, this week, which, again, doesn't denote a major trend reversal, but it's the start of one potentially. We have to see at least a couple consecutive weeks of that happening in individual names. But also, I suggest for the broader market as well, like the S&P 500 or even the NASDAQ 100.
0: All right, George Tillis, always appreciate your insights. Thanks so much.
1: All right, Caroline, have a good weekend.